1: this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. All right, this is
0: Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys.
2: These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this midweek edition of One Nation
1: Radio. I'm James Porter, and me have Rich Slaughter. What's going on, man? not much man just uh ready to talk about a really really loaded show um and talk about uh dynamite from last night and um yeah it's it's going to be a a good show here what's up with you man not much, man. I was telling the people when
2: I came on with you, um, on the Twitch at first, like I I was a little late, you know, I had to had to shave the mess so I was on top of my head off. So, you know, I had to keep the dome bald. That's the thing when you're bald that people don't tell you. Or when you shave your head bald is that like that shit grows back and you gotta stay on it like every forty eight hours. Otherwise, like in person you look you, you don't look great and then like if you get to three days, then like you'd be on camera looking like <laughs> Bad. Real bad. Michael Jackson. So um yeah. So anyway, and then they like clam to, whatever, it doesn't matter. It depends on your method on how you um shave your head. But um I used a pair of clippers uh today. So like I had to clean up clean up the fucking kit or bathroom as well as opposed to just, you know, with a with a razor blade just be able to yeah. just, you know, right in the sink. But anyway, uh
1: Yeah, I went to the to the flat top out a while, just it's it's manageable for like a little while. As far as like you know, uh, I, I can wear it like that and just let the sides grow in, kind of. So mm-hmm. I see what so you're doing.
2: Fuck you! So, no. <laughs> it's like yeah, you know, I, you know <laughs> the plight the plight of someone that that little full you head know. of hair. You know what? You know it's funny. Like the only reason why I'm, the only reason why I'm mad about it is the fact that like it takes so much upkeep to keep a shaved head. I, I I never knew this shit. Like it's a pain in the ass. Like I used to have I used to have long hair, whatever, head full of hair, whatever you want to call it, and like Man, this, this situation where. Yeah, or, you know, the hair out. And it would just be, like, just simple. Just simple. You know? Now, yeah, it's man. every fucking day. Anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about uh last night's show, which was a great show for, for the wrestling enthusiasts, for the people that want to see the action done in the ring. It was a great show. If you want to see uh the angles getting shot uh to get you to bite uh, on buying a pay-per-view, you got that. If you wanted to see the promo... Uh um the great promos, you got to see it. This was one of the better shows in AEW history, in my opinion. Um so where do you wanna start? Do you wanna start from the top and go through like in a quick succession, not like how we normally do a whole, you know, yeah
1: forty five minute deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, um, Brian Danielson uh, defeats Rocky Romero in an awesome match. Rocky Romero shows up, and he uh, just rolls out of bed and was like, yeah, I'll, I'm going to come wrestle for real. Yeah. I'm not about to get carried or anything. Yep. I'm about Super to do my J-Cup part. Hold. And they had a, just a wonderful match, lots of technical stuff, and it, some hard-kicking, uh, cool spots. Like, I like Rocky's uh, hurricane Ron on the outside of the ring. Yep. But this was uh, another another Danielson thing and a lot of Kazushka Okada name dropping going on yes, here.
2: Lots. Um, they mentioned, and they actually, I think there was a video segment of it backstage before the show that Rocky Romero was there to extend the offer to add Chuck Taylor and Trent back into chaos along with the rest of best friends. So, uh, there is a woman in new, there is a second woman in new Japan. Now, uh, uh, Chris Statlander. I hope that this means that, like you know, she comes to stardom. That'd be nice. That would you know, three that's, three that's, four that's month tour, it. three four month tour. She came back. She might be the best. Or she might be like one of the three best workers in AEW. So anyway, um, that was that was really cool. But uh, I mean, the main thing is. Rocky Romero was in like best Super Juniors Super J Cup mode. He was he was ready to go, and they had a really good ass match that wasn't like most Daniel Bryan matches that are just like you know chop fests and or or. Bryanson I did it again. Danielson matches. This man, thought uh, about it, and did it. <laughs> I, I did. I thought about it. I was like, no, don't say it. Damn it, I said it. But um, yeah, this is not like most of his matches so far. That's been like brutal chop fest with Tentacle wrestling. This was mostly just a well built story. This is um. This could have fit in line with a lot of his WWE stuff. And um, at the end, uh, he ends up getting a uh, transition where he, he after he's working over uh, Rocky's arm, he goes for the. Actually, we're both fighting for uh, for. Our, our... Rockies fight for armbars. He ends up getting the um, label lock. He fights for it, can't get it, so he transitions over and gives slaps on something like a tequila, tequila sunrise, sunrise looking deal. And it was... And got him out of there. And now we have another finisher. Another uh, finisher it's for... Like five for different... Six Gangle. different
1: ways to end a match. Yeah,
2: this man, like... He, he's fucking good. Like, obviously we knew that, but it's like... He's, he's fucking awesome. So, um... I don't know how many... I don't know how many... He ain't had a he ain't had a match that wasn't very good yet in the AEW. He's on like
1: every single week it seems. Yeah, um that, this is another example of TK uh, importing the New Japan to him. You know, we, we will right. bring Japan to you. Ryan yeah, for Nelson, now. However, you want to do it for now, for now. So, uh, so yeah. Um, so we got a big brawl after that. uh um, Inner Circles music hit. They came out. And, uh, we thought we were about to get like a promo or something. Nah, American top team, immediate jump zone uh, on these dudes. Um, Arvlowski is on Jericho. Uh, Dos Santos is in the segment. He fucking rules in the segment. Yes. Uh, Lambert's selling out. Paige and Sky are all the way over the top. Um, and then it culminates with, them in the ring and Dan Lambert giving uh, Jericho the, the shield powerbomb off the rope through the table and then locking him in the in the walls of Jericho and, and screamed, it's a Boston Crab, Rocky Johnson, a championship wrestling from Florida in 1975. I fucking love this segment. I was howling. I was just like, I, I was won over by American Top Team here. The only thing that wasn't great about this segment was –
2: there is Paige Van Zant's significant other, and there's one other guy. I can't remember what it was between those two, but they got he got over the top of Jericho, and he threw those classic MMA guy in wrestling <laughs> throw shitty looking strikes because they don't know how to you know make it look like it work. Uh, outside of that, fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is a uh this is going to be great. Like, I, I think they're going to do all the like Sammy Guevara's a maniac for one. Junior San- Dos Santos has looked great in every piece of physicality. That of he's charisma. done tons of. Charisma. Um, yeah. And he was holding people off with like the uh I think he had some type of stick in his hand or something.
2: Oh, yeah. The kendo um, stick that was wrapped yeah, up
1: yeah. in something. Yeah, you know, and he was like using it to like prod people, or whatever. And he was like laying the belt over Sammy Guevara. So, uh, whatever limited thing he'll do is great. We already know what Santana and Ortiz do in, um, you know, no rules environments. Uh, Hager's sufficient enough, and uh, what he's got to do, and uh, all Lambert got to do is not fuck up whatever they try to try to tell him to do. And I think this is probably gonna be great. I think it's gonna be very good at the least. So, um. We will go on. We had a six-woman tag. It was Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, and Anna Jay. Uh, they took on and defeated Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel. Uh, Britt caught a runout, left Rebel in there to die. Uh, there was a big splash by Thunder Rosa on the outside on Jamie Hater. Jamie Hader took that shit like, like she was in Japan. She, like, jumped up and fell. Everyone, yeah, I think she, the safety police got, like, nervous. Yeah, it was, and it's like, what else was she supposed to do?
2: Like that's what they, okay. anytime I've ever seen someone catch a crossbody and it goes too high for what it's going to land on, like let's say it was going to like basically go into their neck or their head, they mm-hmm. more or less jump and meet them in midair and then come down with it because they try to meet you halfway. Like I understand that it's on the floor, but what else was she supposed to do? Right. Like, the, the other she and, like decapitation. <laughs> yeah, decapitation. Yeah. So, um, and the, you know, like obviously a lot of people haven't seen what with Jamie has put herself through and is capable of, like, that's a tough woman.
1: Yep. Um, Whole segment listed, uh, and I'll I'll just, you (sighs) know, keep from there.
2: Yeah, I heard so few people talk about this match, uh, like, you know, Alvarez and Meltzer, and like, I thought this match, for for how short it went, was a lot better than it got credit for being. Obviously, you know, there's, you know, Everything else on the, on the, on the men's side of the matches were like, were all great matches. It wasn't necessarily a great match, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty good match for a short amount of time with people, you know, flying around. I thought Thunder Rosa was really good. I thought Jamie was good. I thought, um, you know, I, I, I liked it. I really did.
1: Look, they gave us that Brit and Thunder Rosa face-off. This is the first yep. time they've been in the ring together since, like, they had that match. Crowd clearly remembered it, and they were getting dueling chants. Um, Ty Condi got the win. She didn't beat Brit. I thought they would actually let her pin Brit, but they didn't, um, which is fine. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get into more of that when we talk about the other cards. So they played a hype video for Statlander and Ruby Soho, so an alien versus For the Freaks. So um, <laughs> that's going to probably be coming in the next coming weeks. I would I would imagine it's like next week's Dynamite. Um, next match was Jungle Boy and Anthony Bowens, and this was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bowens, like back to back, he uh, wrestled Danielson last Friday and then uh, came back with Jungle Boy here. Jungle Boy has the facial hair. Uh, I was seeing some women on Twitter imploring him to shave the facial hair. Uh, and saying somebody needs to get to, to to TK and say, hey, make him shave that shit off. But um, nice. yeah, this this is really good. Jungle Boy never has a bad match, and Bowen's again uh, shows a great dynamic. Caster, another awesome rap on his way to the, to the ring, um, and he. You know, I I, I don't know. I kind of like him in the manager role, like behind Bowen's right there. uh, Because Bowen's solid enough. Yeah. But, um, you know, I like the team anyway. So however they want to do it.
2: Yeah. I thought the interference from Castor played very well into this match, much like his match, uh, the Bones match from Friday, where it's just like he's a stooge. He's going to get heat like one time. And then then the babyface basically like kicks his ass on the way to getting back in the ring and then beating his friend. Like I I thought it was really good. And um, I don't know how old Bowen's is. How old is he?
1: You know? I think he's like 31, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. He's, 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 he's shown
2: himself to be a, a very good wrestler, um, which I didn't necessarily know why watching his tag, watching the acclaims tag matches. But so, mm-hmm. um, that's good to know. Um, very good match. Very good match.
1: Yeah. Um, at, so after the match, uh, Bobby Fish runs out. I thought CM Punk had banished him to the shadow realm. Apparently not. Um, he starts whooping on Jungle Boy's ass, hit him with a exploder into the exploder suplex into the ropes uh, until Christian Cage and Lucisaurus ran out after that. Then we got a Kenny Omega Hangman page promo video <clears throat> talked about their heartbreak and the adversity that page has faced over the last year. Um, he wants the AEW title more than anything. And then Kenny basically said, All I do is win ma- win great matches. All you do, is- or excuse me, all I do is win big matches. All you do is lose them. Um, and Paige doesn't stand a chance. From there, um, we got Super Click uh, in the back. And uh, Cole introduces Bobby Fish to the Young Bucks. And Matt's like, Hey, man, we know who the fuck this guy is. Like, because the canon the of. Look, the canon of AEW is the canon of pro wrestling. Right. Um, and then uh, he let him know that there's no dispute in AEW. Uh, the, it's the elite era. That uh, was pretty funny. And it's going to be Bobby Fish and Jungle Boy on Rampage. Cole is essentially, or Bobby Fish is a goon uh, in training, or some type of goon right now. And to leave a little bit of Jungle Boy left for full gear. So he, James is celebrating right now. Very happy.
2: It, it, this is, this is the first step of many, of many, um, until we get like the full, the full like influx of, of like the entire universe of NXT. Look, when does Triple H showing up? <laughs> I know, I know we've, been, I know we've joked about it on other shit. You know, I don't know what his health situation is. I, I hope he's good. But if all of this NXT talent ends up in fucking AEW, like I hope it will end up being, why not? Why why not? Not I'm not saying do an invasion angle. That's that's way too far gone. But he could be a, old, you know, an old-head manager type or whatever at this point. They can take a couple bumps here and there and then be in the back or whatever else, pick up a nice check while also like pissing off Vince while also like cashing out all that all that stock he has. Why not? Oh my
1: god. That'd be that'd be insane. Um first, uh, cuz the to
2: never look Think of all that stuff we saw from Triple H 2019 where that man did basically a fucking 24 documentary campaigning for his job, right? And at that point in time after that man had like literally back to back from Takeover New York to take over 25, you were like, this is it. This is the rest that we want for the rest of our lives. Give us this. This is great. And, wh- and look what's happened ever since then. He's been triple or Vince is the number fuck with him and all that stuff. And look what and the pandemic hit and NXT like was just destroyed by the pandemic. They couldn't get the takeover. They're always in that small fucking uh LA fitness when they left full sale from there. And then like look at 2.0. 2.0 they got rid re- they did all that stuff, all that revamping. Their ratings are worse than I it was 40 took where NXT <laughs> took got taken took over from Triple H. So I don't want to hear that shit. Um <laughs> so for me, yeah. Like, you're going to never get the job. You've shown yourself. Look at all the talent that that, that the other company has picked up that you also uh, signed first. Why not? They all trust Triple H to begin with. Triple H's not going to wrestle no more.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would, um, <clears throat> I would see how his, uh... Was, well, well there to be uh, one match, obviously. What his condition you, you looks know, like, the triple, yeah. tri- the
2: triple H versus Cody match. Cody wants that look, so badly. Did
1: you, look, did you, did you know, like, Cody been building it up?
2: <laughs> you bitch, you dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, you may as well let him be in, uh, let him, <laughs> add him in there. You know, why not?
1: Yeah, that would be, like, I don't know. I think that, that day on Twitter that the the Paul Levesque is all elite graphic goes up, like, would be a top five Twitter day. Well, I mean, it wouldn't just be Triple
2: H. It'd also be, like, Sean,
1: you know. Oh, my God. It, it, you know,
2: it's it's both. Like, they they will cry so hard. They will cry so hard into their pillows trying try to go to sleep. They'd be miserable. Man. They got Sean. They got Brent. They, got, they even got fucking Hunter. I fucking hate Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I hate these niggas. <laughs> More than the Nazis. Like, dude. And all of this is all this would have been avoidable if this man wasn't just like on that bullshit. Just book good wrestling, bro. This shit is not that hard. It's not. But they make it so hard.
1: <sighs> we got a great recap of CM Punk and Eddie Kingston promo video. Apparently there's something in the Road to that dropped this week and also coming up in the countdown. That's incredible as far as uh, promo. So I'm going to have to check those out. Um,
2: Are you doing the countdown after Rampage like you normally do or after or a yeah.
1: go-home show? Yeah. Okay. So we got uh, Warlow beating on Wheeler Yuta, and he beat the shit out of this man. And then uh, it seemed like the message of this match was, hey, you know, like the, all the young guys we talk about um, and all the, the – low 30s guys we talk about mm-hmm. like the fucking warlow is right here and we can heat him up on a fucking dime if we want to yeah um they were sitting mentioning that on commentary as
2: far as like yeah don't <coughs> just like warlow's great too um yeah man he uh will or Yuta was supposed to like do something off of the second rope and he like lost he got balance fucked. and fell yes and like warlow was like you can fuck up all you want to. I'm still going to pick you up and slam your dumb ass. And sure enough, that's what happened. Like, Warlow's awesome. Um, he just awesome. So, yep. uh, more squashes to with, come, I hope.
1: Hit him with, like, four power bombs. Uh, after that, the HFO jumped in. They attacked Will or Yuta. Uh, they beat up Orange and Chuck. So, first day in chaos. Not going well for, um, you know, the best friends in Orange and Yuta. Um, and then basically Matt Hardy hit the choice of fate through a chair on this man. Um, Dylan says uh Wardlow's is the guy of two years of hyping this man is going to pay off soon. Um, I definitely think he can get a title shot should the title change hands at some point. Um, right, the clock, look, the button gets pressed the second
2: MGF becomes uh, AEW world champion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got we came back from the break, and then CM Punk and Eddie Kingston were getting separated in the parking lot, and this was fucking hilarious because like they don't like you don't never you don't really see a W parking lot too often. Uh, so like Dustin Rose is breaking shit up, Ruby uh, is holding back Eddie Kingston single handedly. Yeah, damn yes. near.
2: Um, you know, as he said, for the freaks. And she what she doing? Trying to keep this motherfucker Kingston
1: under control. Yep. Eddie Kingston, um, a freak. Yep. And then basically, there's this fucking hilarious gift that i oh been sending my out. God. Uh, Eddie Kingston trying to break away from the from the pack, but he's trying to run with like Timberland boots on, and like that don't usually work oh, yeah? out well. That's yes. that's what
2: it was. It was a Timberland oh, boots. Is a Timberland that's, boots. That's and one part down. of it.
1: Look, look that's okay. one part. Oh,
2: okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It's funny, sick, because I was laughing at how slow that man was moving. How he got hocked down by the ref and got, because the, the ref basically got an angle on him, and then he realized like he wasn't gonna make it, so he had to slow down before he ran into the car. And then like today to hear Melson Alvarez say like I ain't never seen him move that fast. I fucking howled. I'm like, god, <laughs> damn! He's slower than I thought he was.
1: Look, but, I want to, I want to see when do we see the Eddie Kingston, Doc Gallows foot race? Kingston's faster than Gallows. Cause, but it, it's still
2: just it, yeah, bro. That that's that's the that's the sloth versus the tortoise. Um, yeah, man. Like you watch Kingston run, and I don't know if it's because like he's not really running as hard as he can, he's not good for a of sprint. But like to see like the lack of mobility in leg stretch from, for each stride, and I don't know if his attempts or not. But it's like, bro, you you can't get your legs that far off the ground. I, well, I, what? Pro is all illusion. Hey. And, hey, you know he br- Also,
1: Sorry. that man wearing that man wearing those early two thousands jeans. That man that, that got that man got the additional weight on those that jeans.
2: That don't help neither, man. But man, like I was fucking howling, and yeah, man, like it yeah, added to the match. Like at this point, like they already did all the work. Like now at this point, he's entertaining me with funny shit. So I'm I'm with it. Like yeah. bring it on.
1: Up next, we got uh, Leo Rush and Dante Martin. They defeated Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty, and we got a nice match right here. I felt like I was watching PWG. Um, <clears throat> Leo Rush, I think, was the star of the match. Lee Moriarty was very over uh, for his first appearance uh, on Dynamite. Uh, Seidel was great, of course, and, and Dante did, you know, so he ended up getting the finish and all that. Uh, Leo Rush dedicated this match to his grandmother. He came out here dressed like the White Ranger. Um, <laughs> and I think this is as good as Leo Rush has looked since like he was wrestling like Angel Garza um, and stuff like that. At the and the cruise
2: for the Cruiserweight title in NXT. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I Probably. Had a, Probably. I, I had a, um, like, and, you know, Leo's like been up and down. Um, when you look at like some of his like stuff, like since he's been out and between companies I would say Mm -hmm. um and then like you got to realize like I guess to do Leo Rush's style you need to be a certain level of person for him to do that shit with and he might not have had all the best dance partners um I was told to consider that uh with Leo um and then when I did I was like that makes sense and then when I saw him in there with Matt Seidel I was like oh yeah he's fucking great just let him go I was like when did they wrestle the Lucha Brothers when do they wrestle the Bucks uh, this is it's fucking phenomenal I love this match
2: match is great um, I like Lee Moriarty from watching the um, the, the pre-show Rampage match they had Minoru Suzuki and, and uh, Danielson yeah, but it was him when he had to lose, when he lost to Fish, and I, I like that match a lot. So, to see this, and to see, like, the re- the kind of, like, the kind of technical wrestling that started him and Dante were doing, I was like, probably, like, Lee Moriarty's 27, like, Dante's 20. They could be doing this for, like, the next 15 years. Um... In in theory, and like I was just I'm just very impressed, just very impressed. Or let's say this decade, was, that's too far. Twenty seven, whatever. Let's say you can do it the next eight. Like it was very very fucking impressive. And then like, and then Leo got in. and It's like Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, that's the same guy that I like. You know, year a couple years ago I was like, yeah, that's Black Mysterio, that's Black Red Mysterio right there. People don't people don't recognize it as such, but
1: that <laughs> dude's funny, that kind of Dave- special. It's funny because Dave was talking about him being like Mysterio uh, on the show today, which was funny.
2: Yeah, I laughed at that because I was like, "We're, we're, I, I was ahead," as you say, as you say all the time. What is your head ahead? I've been saying that shit since two thousand nineteen. Yeah, man, he's. (sighs) I am so happy he's in AEW. I am so happy he's in AEW. I am so happy they like it to watch him again. Like that dude's fucking fantastic. And like him and Dante, like you said, bring private party come through. Like. All everybody come through. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a blast. It's really gonna be a blast.
1: Yep. Um, so we got a promo from Miro on uh, Brian Danielson. He asked if Danielson could comprehend his God. Miro needs to win this tournament, uh, and he says he said some line about the wives. Uh, In order to get back to my wife, I or I need to make you not go back to yours or some shit like that. I forgot yeah. what he said. Yeah. Um, Then we got Pack versus Dax Harwood, two of the angriest looking, most foul mood like looking dudes on the roster. I would I would never think of that. Like look like total opposites when when you look at their physiques and all that. But they get in and they go nuts as well. Uh, I think I would give this one a four. Um, Yeah, this was like all the like you know it was like WCW in. The, they did their standoffs in, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Super sick brain brainbuster um, that Pat gave them. Uh, Dax was, opened up uh, bald with uh, with chops. Yep, yeah, he hit him with with the chops. Uh, there was a Fosbury flop at, at a certain point. Uh, Do we need to talk about the Fosbury suplexes. Flop?
2: Do we need to talk about the Fosbury flop? Sure, because it was actually a flop. Like he like packing the like ribs and all on the fucking map
1: yeah, you know, you know, Dax got that NXT training. You know, they, they don't, they don't really, you know, catch a bitch. You know, lazandism, <laughs> Bro, like, remember, that, remember that time that man let r Truth just fall on his ass at one time. That's
2: the reason why to this day he done, he didn't catch somebody twice, and ever since then, like, he's like he's the person I go to, and I say someone's not catching somebody. On dies, like, floor dies. You know,
1: Dax showing that showing showing psychology. Maybe you know he's he's like I'll move. You know, yeah,
2: yeah, and and then sell.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know, gotta gotta keep up the illusion.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought this match was I thought this match was great. I thought that um, it is something that reminds me of, of Pac Pack. Like ever since he got the AEW is, or at least since AEW, since I since he left WWE that I've noticed is just like his sense of building suspense and his pacing, um, like the way he builds suspense with It's like, so, so well done. And like, quite frankly, when I watch like Andrade and Ray Mysterio, they do similar things where obviously it's not, it's, 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 it's you take time between the high spots to, to make, to, to make old timers think you're selling, right? Whatever. So <laughs> fine, whatever. But like the way he does it, it's just like it builds suspense from the next big spot to the next, and then like the way and so like compared to like let's say his Dragon Gate stuff you've ever seen, it's so much less than what he used to do when he was just like throwing the kitchen sink out there with him and Ricochet and all that shit, right? But it's like the impact is like the same because like he's selling in between these times, building suspense, and like he's a genius. He's a genius, and he's quite frankly, he's been doing this since the second he left WWE, and he may, he was doing a little bit when he was the, the King of the uh mm-hmm. as Neville, but like now it's like he, he don't give a fuck. He's working on his own pace, and I love it. It reminds me of like it reminds me of like Kigetsu, to be honest with you. Like it's it's really fun.
1: So um, Pac ended up getting a brutalizer for the submission, uh, then the lights went out.
2: Oh yeah, and the thing about it that I loved was like this is a match where it's like all right they're both going to be in big matches on the pay-per-view, especially bald being in a tag team match. How did to get out of it and how they got out of it was he's going to transition quickly to put on the rings of Saturn and he's going to be dead to rights. He's going to tap immediately to, a, to because he knows he can't afford to take that such a big injury into the title match, which I'm like, that's great. That's great. Like, yeah, he lost, but like, and yes, he tapped, but like, he's tactfully tapped out because he knew he had a match uh, coming in a couple of days, more important than this one. So, like, it's a it's a a bit of protection, kind of in a way. Um, but yeah, like like you said, great match.
1: Then um, Cash Wheeler, Malachi Black, and Andrade came out after the uh, lights went out. So um, the cool thing, I guess, when you roll with Malachi Black, is you uh, inherit the teleporting uh, with him. You know. Um, no, no, no. It's like X-Men with, like,
2: Nightcrawler. Like, if he touches you, he teleports, you teleport with him.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all, like...
2: You don't you get know, the powers, but, like, I, I, like but it, but you know, like you come with me when I, whenever we go, you know? You know. It's like a ride share on Uber or some shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I drive, I drive to just look around. And how did this happen? You know, um, then Cody and the Lucha Bros ran out. Uh, Cody wearing all black again, and they're all brawling. And there's a, you know, uh, a, a little program four way uh, program here, and uh, we ended up getting the matching Uh Pack and Cody will team up uh, to take on Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Um, yeah. So uh, after that, we got uh, a promo video for MJF and Darby Allen. It was fucking great. <laughs> just kind of remind you of everything they, that these guys did. They didn't do anything on the show. They just ran the uh, video package. And then we got Kenny Omega and Hangman Page and the contract signing. So it was like about 10 minutes left. Um, they sat across the table from uh, each other. Page uh, went to sign it first. He said the sooner he signs the contract, the sooner he gets a full gear and he gets to beat Kenny. Cowboy shit chance. We're in abundance here. Uh, Kenny comes about by himself, by the way. Whole Elite is thrown out. Dark Order is thrown out. Uh, Omega says uh, that if it wasn't for Paige's insecurity and failures, he could have he could have the World Championship and the back end of the Elite. And Kenny said he saw a, a bit of himself in Page and how wrong he was. What a disappointment. Um, Hangman then uh, said that, you know, Kenny once had a tag team partner that perhaps he didn't measure up to, referencing Kota Bushi, obviously. Uh, when Kenny beat page uh last year he told page good job hanger and if you pull up the tape like you'll see him whisper to him something uh and it's presumably that uh, if you watch the finish from last year um and like i said uh definitely check out that thing on uh the website that they put up because it's like it's it's the most detailed thing i've ever seen someone do to sell a match like it was like <laughs> like imagine that the emmy sakura thing on like steroids like <laughs> but um kenny said he wasn't proud of Paige or excuse me Um hangman said that kenny wasn't proud of Paige. he was scared of him um, Paige will become that fear when Paige wins the world title this Saturday. Kenny said, um, that he wanted to be the guy to see Paige reach his potential, and then he was like, Let's keep it, you know, like sportsman, let's let's kill it at the pay per view. Uh, and then they shook hands, and <laughs> he said, Good job, hang, hang man, I'm proud of you. And then all of a sudden, the, the cameraman was in the picture, which then, only what? could mean, yeah,
2: yeah, like. Did you know the second you saw a second cameraman and what was up? No. Oh,
1: I, okay. I, I didn't know anything until I saw the contact. Okay, I was like, so, what
2: the fuck? So for me, once I saw the second cameraman, I was like, I thought it was going to be Bobby Fish. Because they had just added Bobby Fish, or, you know, they just made Bobby Fish more or less a goon. And then, like, they said they're getting rid of all the elite and like, he's not officially. So I, I was expecting Bobby Fish. It turned out to be callous.
1: Yeah, man. Nah, I fucking howled at the moon. Wait, this man, did this, this shit? man took off
2: the COVID mask, and then ripped off a fucking must a uh, goatee mustache. Must. I was like, "You are a fucking carny gimmick ass piece of shit." This is the best thing I think you've ever done in pro wrestling because I fucking howled. I was like, Yo. "Look at this fucking it you extra." It was just extra. The, the, the definition Absolutely of extra. Amazing. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. And then uh, Hangman bladed. <laughs>
1: He his man upside the head with the camera, and uh, Kenny signed his his contract in the blood of Paige.
2: I saw someone on Twitter say that like that Kenny Omega got that shit in blood, like who should I say? I fucked out. Because <laughs> I was like, wait a second, shouldn't it, shouldn't it be hangman if you trying to get it? Let the other way. Whatever, whatever, good enough, whatever.
1: That's great. Kenny Omega got that blood like who should I say? Who knew? Um. But yeah, um so yeah, they uh did the segment did what would you think uh the, the whole thing
2: I liked it a lot, I liked it a lot, um <clears throat> I'm just always gonna have issues with the um with the with the confidence issues, like I'm just I'm just never going to be able to get around that. But outside of everything else, like um outside of that, like I thought it was I thought it was really good. Um, I thought it was th- two thumbs up for for uh the, what they had to say to each other and um in the angle at the end where you know he bashes that man, that man's head with it with the uh with the camera. So yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Um, this was. That was what I could ask for when they actually went face to face so yeah
0: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and
2: more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.
1: Um, so we might as well transition um into the preview, and we'll start with Kenny Omega versus the Hangman Page. So, um, singles match for the AEW World Championship. So, uh, Kenny Omega's had the belt for. 11 months at this point. This looks like where we might be getting off the ride here. Um, I will address that next week. Should that actually be the case? Um, but yeah, uh, I think we're going to get a hell of a match here. They will probably make up for whatever like has felt not great about the build in the ring. I'm expecting a five-star match. Uh, and I, I hate to put that pressure on them like that, but um Hangman has been in situations before where <clears throat> on the day you know it comes it's not there for whatever reason. Um, Him versus Kip Sabian going too long. Oh and that's, that's Kip Sabian. Him, him versus Chris Jericho and the whole crowd. Chris Jericho,
2: Jericho in like year 29 or 28. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, I think he's fought through um some of those lackluster receptions. It seems like every time they've Kind of tried to heat them up a little bit. Felt like it hasn't been there until now. Um, I feel like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, pretty much the elite minus Cody, um, I'll say have broken their backs to try to make this dude a superstar. Mm-hmm. And I think history should look upon them very kind. Um, I, I feel like there's a, there's there's a not enough kind of deference being shown at the moment. It's almost like they want to kind of throw them, you know, to uh, into a ditch and say, fuck you, we we you know we, we own to some other shit now. But um I think uh this is why Rich Ladder exists uh to contextualize what the fuck's going on here. Um but I don't know man. Uh I, I heard I was listening to Floyd this week on, on All Things Elite and Austin and I uh I, I heard Floyd bring up who was like man but what if Kenny wins and Austin was just flustered.
2: Oh you wanna you wanna answer for what happens if Kenny wins? Yeah, I mean, I thought about it today, and I almost said it in the thread, but I was like, "Nah, I, I'm gonna say it for the podcast." Omega, what, it, uh, it, o- Omega drops that man with the one wing angel, or drops that man with the one wing angel. He kicks, he gets him up, he freaks out. Omega gets him up again and drops him again and pins him. Right. So everyone's down at the dumpster, upset, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know. You hear that fucking coin drop, <laughs> and then out comes Kazuchika Okada, and, we, and, we, and then we get Omega Okada Five. Fuck that! You, you tell me, you tell me uh, that that somehow some bad awful story. Like, look, man, come get, come get it, come get that shit back in like. Uh, Nine months, uh Hangman. We got some matches to get off the off the dock before oh, we man. exactly just move on from Kenny Omega as an AEW World and like, a World I, I Champion. I feel
1: like people are are trying to throw him out so quick with not doing him versus CM Punk for the title, Rich him versus Brian Danielson for the title. Like, what the fuck y'all doing? Like, like y'all love this nigga this much? Like, Rich. like we gotta hold the whole promotion up Rich. for this? Like
2: this is not a Tetsuya Naito thing where Tetsuya Naito is like the biggest draw in the company. This is a guy that is at this point between Moxley, Omega, the Young Bucks, Cody, Darby Allen, MJF. We're talking about someone that is top ten. That's in the mix. Like, and I I don't mean in a bad way. Like and I believe he should be AEW World Champion at some point, and I think he should be AEW World Champion now just to get just get it fucking done with. Like you know what, yeah. yeah, like making a champion and in five months have MJF come come take it off of, or seven months whatever. Uh, like <laughs> basically have him have the same length of a run as Jericho did. Uh, mm-hmm. But
1: um, yeah, like. I feel what? like we're throwing away an awful lot of big money matches that have worked out really well when you look at this past year. When you start talking about Flair Thez, uh, there's like one guy sitting right there. <laughs> like, If there is... Um, this is what I'll say.
2: Whatever choice they make outside of some type of bullshit, any clean finish they come up with, Omega going over, uh, hey man, going over. It's not a bad decision. Like you can still do all a whole bunch of stuff you want to do with Omega freed up from the title, right? You can have Omega go to the Dome, go to Tokyo Dome, and yeah. wrestle in the January eighth uh, Dome if they want to, right? Um So it it, it doesn't matter. He he's going to be good either way. Um, the only thing that I'm concerned with is what is revolution's if hangman is a champion what is revolution's main event and what and would hangman be in it as the champion cuz i have real concerns that he would that's it he, like look there have been AEW pay-per-views that didn't have the, the world title match be the last match so this is not some big deal breaker or some this would be some failure on his part or whatever else right like he's not as big a star as these other guys that are in the title picture. Um, and that's fine. Like, if you make it a champion, put him second on the top. Who gives a fuck, right? Um, but it would be it would be like kind of transparent what you're doing if you put him in the second for the top and then you made an event with like uh, Omega Danielson 2 at Revolution.
1: Yeah, it would almost be like you shouldn't sw- swap the fucking belt then. Uh, but then again, here's dad. the
2: thing, right? If you do Omega Bryan 2... Danielson needs to win that match. So, you, And I don't think it's a good... I, I don't think that's the best thing, thing in the world to make Danielson the champion this quickly. You can get a year mm, out of that. Or, you know, a, a year to 15 months out of that. So, whatever.
1: Um, I struggle to think, like, "Hey, man, wins, it's like, all right, where do you, like... There's plenty of matches. I, or, excuse me, yes. You, he's There's plenty of great wrestlers for him to fight and things like that, but I'm like... Um, I struggle to figure out what do you do if if the strategy is not hey just let's feed him every big person we have like I brought to, up to uh, t-
2: actually get him over
1: yeah like to to do the uh, Utami deal or whatever uh, it I thought like, you were hey. gonna say of and White Bell but yeah 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 <laughs> like like if that's not the strategy I don't know what it is so yeah. um I mean it know. could be the strategy I mean it look if look. If he comes
2: out here and he beats Kenny Omega and then Danielson or MJF or Malachi Black in like before the years out, that might that's a, that might do the fucking trick or Russell's pack again and beats him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That might do the trick that we they were thinking because we all feel like there's one little thing. I, I mostly feel like it's the fact that there's a severe lack of promo work in this game, but. Um, it's not it, like, you watch his promo. It's not like he's some, it's the same thing with Omega. It's like, it's not like they're bad talkers. They just don't talk for whatever reason, which is weird. Um, so when they're babyface anyway, Omega will talk, talk any chance he gets when he's a heel, When he's a babyface, he wants to do that bullshit with Michael Nakazawa and the one with the 40, with the 55 on the weight. So, anyway, uh, so yeah, like, sure, like, if that's the plan. If that's the plan, do it. Actually, like, whatever they want to do is going to work. It doesn't matter. But I just I, th- I just th- think I really there's bigger think... matches on the horizon for Omega. And, like, it depends on the order they do it. But, like, I think it could service him not having the belt to do some of this stuff.
1: I, I think people will go into crisis mode. They would. Um, if, hey, man, Page doesn't win this, uh, I think promotion should just go ahead and switch the belt. And, and they're then... landing on thick on their own.
2: On the website, own, like, on
1: the on a website, I've never seen nothing like that. That's that's what took me off. Excalibur, I feel like it's, it's it's changing.
2: Excalibur on the, um, well, it has to change. It's fu- it's fine. Like Excalibur on the, um, the package that uh, like earlier in the show to get to this contract sign, it was basically like. You know the only wins you only lose so many times for it if you give up on you said something on the lines of that and I was like why the fuck would you say that on your thing now you have now I was like you have to change the title like so fine like change the title he's gonna be great as champion in matches that's not my concern with the match my thing is like is he like actually should he actually make an event when he has a belt if the answer is no then like fine but like it it, it can get transparent and if he's just a transition or a person that can really just be the guy to like have a short. Uh, uh, get his first reign, not that out, and then go chasing after it again. And then he ha- finally has his ace run. Fine. Because, like, people do it all the time. That's that's a New Japan pro wrestling hallmark.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, yeah, um, there's a there, we got years to figure this all out in retrospect. This isn't some, you know, necessarily do not right now thing. But I think there are well, some so I'm, I'm pressing things with is, Omega to do that are, like, you know, more. I mean, he might be at this point in line, but kind of be bigger than the belt.
1: Yeah, um a lot of people saying there's Star K ninety seven energy around this. I think that's them no, wanting there to be so an iceberg here. here. But um no. Yeah. a uh, comment, uh Double says Kenny Omega is hurt. Uh I mean Kenny Omega's always hurt. You're the, talking about a guy hurt, that wrestled what? Yeah, like he wrestled entire G one with a broken heel, so and he's he's a regular cupper. Uh, a lot of people. The popular theory is like Kenny needs to go ahead and drop the belt, and then he can take time off to heal his his injuries and all that. And I'm like, I mean, how many I guess,
2: matches has he has since, since uh Arthur Ashe? Like three. One?
1: Oh, three. Like three of them, and two of them were eight man tags. Like yeah. that's why I said he looked fresh when he was in there with Alan Angels mm-hmm. last week. I was like, he's got spring to step. So like he's clearly rested. I think he's gonna he's gonna have his. Prime working sheet of this power match. To do, he's
2: gonna do everything his power to. He's just, about like, to
1: get break get his hey fucking Man. back to get this guy over. Yeah, like, he's gonna do everything. This,
2: yeah, Yeah, Omega's gonna do everything his power to have the best match he possibly can to make Hangman oh, uh, hey look as good as he can, whether he wins or loses. Like yeah. that's that's how Omega like, gets down.
1: Like I'm not worried about him sandbagging it in a three star match or something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting um, to see how this all plays out. I'm picking Hangman officially. Same here uh, to, to win, but you know, Kenny keeps that bitch. I ain't, I ain't complaining either. Yeah, so like
2: yeah. I I think they're look. I'm not the booker. They're going to change it to to Adam Page. If it were me, I'd beat him and it may make him chase again, or, or I make him a transitional champion. But either way, it doesn't matter. Like. Omega's going to be doing, like, shit that's going to be harder than whatever. Uh, most, I, I likely, most likely. That's a
1: serious question to ask, but, like, so so uh, maybe I should put this on, like, do it Levitar-style, like, alright. So, in the fallout of of this match, whose future are you more excited for? Hmm. Immediate
2: future? Yeah, um, definitely Omega, because, like, he has, he has so many matches left to do.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, <clears throat> so, up next, uh, we I guess we can go into the AW World Title Eliminator Finals. Brian Danielson versus Miro. Um, in a shock or something, you would think my conventional wisdom here would be like, "Oh, hey man, one a heel has to win." I'm picking Brian Danielson. Um, I Feel like he's too hot. He's too like much in a zone right now. Uh, with Moxley being out the picture, I may have gone with Moxley over him here uh, because I would think. Him you and could, Hangman, yeah, I think that's natural. I think that kind of fits like a glove right there that gives them something like that. And for me, I know Miro was the secondary champion for a while. If you stick Miro in there with Hangman, right, it now, immediately drops it,
2: it immediately drops, uh, it immediately drops.
1: Yeah. like, and Miro's that's, a no perfect shade right now. Like, that's no shade to Miro, like, there's no shade to Miro. Or anything, I think he can be a challenger. I think you could probably have him challenge for the belt on one of those specials. Um, I don't see him as a pay per view challenger, personally. They would have um, to level him up some. They have to give yeah. him some wins. They have to give him some wins against like people like
2: Packer, like Cody, or something like that before they get to that.
1: And I know they're a long way away from Revolution, so it probably would be in the middle anyway. So he could feasibly do it. But me, I'm just I'm putting everything I can into Brian Danielson. How? Kind of hottie feels right now, um, and if you want to give, hey man, a, another big win, like have him beat Brian too, and right. I think that's a stronger win than uh, over Mural would be.
2: Right. So if you do, like, I don't think they'll call it Winter is Coming too, but if they, you know, they do a December TV show or just title match, like, you tell me what's gonna, you know, help draw a big rating or whatever else on a Wednesday,
1: like against. Uh, or their um event that they got coming, like the the January um like the, it's it's like the first weekend of January, is like their TNT special.
2: You think it'll You think it'll make it out that far? You think it would make a title match stretch out that far? Uh I especially don't know. with like Revolution will be in the middle of uh February or early February.
1: We'll have to see. Okay,
2: yeah. So yeah, I think I think you do Bryanson, Bryanson. I fucking did it again. I think you do Danielson in like you. Um, and if it's hangman, you, you beat him. Him being yep. Danielson, you have Omega or you have hangman, basically beat <laughs> Omega in, uh, Danielson. Um, like in, you know, within a month of each other, or a month and a half, whatever you want to call it.
1: Like, and, and then you're off to the races partner. Go right. ahead and go ahead. And, you know, I can't say you wasn't set up well. Right. So, um, So after that, uh, we got the inner circle against the men of the year. Um, We've talked at length about the. um, We got Bryanson comments in the chat. (laughs) Man, Um, I can't help it. Can't help it. Uh, So, so I, I feel like Paige Van Zandt has to get involved here somewhere. Yes, she will. Um, I. She gonna kick Jericho in the balls probably. American Top Team has won everything so far um, on this. So, I would think the inner circle is going to win here. Mm, well,
2: they, the, the match where they got the stipulation for who could, uh, Guevara beat, uh, Scorpio, right? Or was that uh, he, no Ethan Page? Ethan Page. Page. Yeah. But yeah. Other the than that, yeah, that right. they've
1: done, yeah. yeah. American top team is dominated here. And, uh, I don't think Jericho's about to, like, they're not about to lose, uh, this one going away. Um, and I don't even know who would take the fall there unless, like, the only thing that I would think happens here is somebody turns in the inner circle like Hager or something as a double agent for American Top Team or something. That'd be hilarious. That's that's the only thing I can think of. But this should be a wild brawl, stadium stampede energy, but, like, at ringside. Yeah, I spent a really <laughs> good match. Um, Taking the inner circle.
2: I'm gonna go with American Top Team. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with American Top Team. I don't, given how well the segments have gone uh, with Lambert, with like the crowd heat or whatever else, I think that you I think you keep them around a little bit longer. I think you keep them around a little bit longer. I think I think you gotta get to a match like Miles Vidal or 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 with Page Man's in 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 the uh, in the thing. One of the big guns
1: from America top team. Masvidal might be freed up because his fight was canceled. So, um, never know. He's not
2: going to take a replacement, uh, fight.
1: <clears throat> no idea. Okay. Um, so we had a tag match for the AW world tag team titles. The lucha bros will be taking on FTR and should be great. I expect it, to kill a match. It better be great. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like we haven't seen much of the Lucha Bros uh, recently. They had a couple matches on Rampage. They've been largely absent from Dynamite, while FTR has kind of been all over uh, in singles and tags. FTR has been on Dark. They've been on Elevation. They've been on Dynamite. They've been, uh, like I said, competing in singles. Uh, They've been doing angles. Uh, They're everywhere right now. So I feel like there is some temptation for them to switch the belts, but I think that would not. That'd be a disaster. I I would not do that. I would (laughs) I would have the Lucha Brothers hold them shits to get to uh, a lot more crazy wild matches that they could have.
2: Yeah, like you, I mean, nah, they. I don't even think there's like a question who's going to win this match. Um, it, it's not title versus title, is it? No. Okay, so yeah, they're they're winning this match. It's fine. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to pick the Lucha Bros. They do have the rematch uh, in AAA for the AAA titles in December, which I think the Lucha Bros will probably also win that one. Is
2: that on well. the same card as the uh Vikingo Mega Match? Yes. I guess we'll be covering AAA in December.
1: Oh, they've also got a couple other matches on that show. Or one more crazy match. So let me read you the participants in this and you tell me how crazy you think this match is going to be. So um, there was also a wild LA Park and Cain Velasquez shoving match um, that got put on Twitter today. It was fucking awesome. Uh, so it was Cain Velasquez, Pagano, and Cycle Clown. Yes, Cycle Local, Cycle Clown. Um, Did he
2: just do like American shows just recently?
1: I think he did a GCW show. That's what it was. Yeah. And then he's taking on L.A. Park, Taurus, and Ray of Scorpion. So that's the dude. uh, Ray of Scorpion is the dude he fought, and uh, he took his hair a couple months ago. Okay. So that should be pretty interesting. Um, But, yeah, um, as far as this, yeah, I think it's Lucha Bros all day. Uh yeah. send it in.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been a very good match. Better good match. Um, do we know if um Bald is okay after taking that brain buster? Let's yeah,
1: brain he's buster. he's fine. Okay. Yep. Um we got Darby Allen versus MJF, some of the pillars uh, of AEW. They are kind of importing uh, a old storyline they did together in PWG where they talking about they were gonna beat each other with a simple move. So could be some type of storytelling match here, but I expect a phenomenal match. I don't know who's going to win. Just like looking at the rest of the card, maybe tip something off. Uh, MJF, they like to keep him strong. He doesn't lose often. So I'm tempted to go with MJF winning here. Uh, Darby is Teflon to losses. I know he lost against CM Punk, but um, <laughs> did, did that did it look like Did it feel like he lost at any time this month? (laughs) Um, yeah, so I think this is going to be great. I love seeing MJF in there with people his age. I think Darby is just one of the most incredible wrestlers there is. Um, he's got a great legacy on pay-per-view building himself. Uh, You talk about going back to the match with Cody. Um, You talk about him and Sammy Guevara. You can talk about uh, him and Cody again on pay-per-view. You can go with um, what he was doing with sting in those uh, cinematic matches. And it's been a, been a little minutes and he of course was CM punks comeback match. So he's always going to carve out uh, a little piece of the show uh, that belongs to him.
2: Yeah, I haven't really thought about who's who's going to win. I guess I'll go with MJF just because um, it's very rare that he loses on. He it's very rare that he loses, so you know it seems like he only loses like one big match a year so far in AEW. So I'll go with that. Um, yeah, um, and I you know in a way this is like a def- obviously you know you have the eliminator thing, but like. In a way, this is almost like whoever wins this match should be the, t- the ch- title challenger for Revolution.
1: Yeah, you could do that, or or um, they're they're at least basically booking themselves um, uh, their their ticket in line. <laughs> we'll say that. Um, but we've got up next. We've got CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston, and I can't wait to watch the rest of these um, Road to promos sent down joints. Um, but. You saw him heat it, heat it up. We covered it on the show. I think it was last week or earlier this week, uh, what Punk and Kingston did. Um, yeah. I wonder easy. if Punk is going to want to do, if he's going to want to get physical, you know, like Olivia Newton John. How else you um, going to have a good match with Eddie Kingston? Like, you can't run from it.
2: Yeah. Um, you got to stand in the pain. You got to look, you got to put that elbow pad to, to work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, it, this is a wild card match. Um, I'm just going to say it. I'm rooting for Eddie Kingston. I hope he wins.
2: Um, you can root. You can hope. You can whatever you want to. Like, that, Kingston gave it away in the middle of that promo. I don't yeah. care if I to lose. I'm just going to beat the fuck out of you. And, you know, after I beat you up, then, like, don't come back for seven years. Like, we all know Eddie Kingston's not winning this match. It's fine. Like, He'll he'll come I, up with something think, else after he loses.
1: It's fine. I, I think the people are gonna be on Eddie's side. I'm I'm calling it. You know. Um I, I don't think he's gonna win, but like Eddie King's got something very special going on right now. And Yeah, he had a rollout this week. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: had a promotional rollout this week. No yeah. shade. No shade, but that's he did. And that's um, fine. He, and he wrote
1: an excellent thing in a player tribune. That's probably like the best player tribune thing I've ever read. Like hmm. it was like incredible. Um, and I I would consider um, starting to starting to protect Eddie Kingston a little more like because like if he's doing all this while you're beating him like a drum, imagine what a drop what a lick of protection would do. like, hey, what if we let him win? you know?
2: <laughs> they won't know how to act. They'll go crazy. Um, I mean, they always, I mean, they, there, there is one thing they could do to like, just get him there. Like have whenever, you know, if, when Moxie returns to have Moxie turn
1: on. him. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably that, what's going to happen. That's, yeah. That, <laughs> that's that, probably that's, what's going to happen. That's, that's what I would think too. So, yeah. um, yeah, look, yeah, I think that'll work out a lot better than turning on Seth Rollins. <laughs>
2: dude you, okay so i'm now at like in the 120 ish uh 25 ish like range of pages of his book uh-huh and like
1: wouldn't shock me if they ain't even friends no more There's,
2: they're still friendly he talks about them friendly during the fcw stuff um and also there's a there's a Thing, there's a section about the shield uh, that I haven't gone to yet that I read like excerpts of uh, before the book came out um, on Twitter, uh, but yeah, um, he a multiple. Keep in mind, like this book jumps back and forth, like it it jumps to like it'll jump to his childhood. Actually, his childhood you don't get to until like the like hundreds. Of his book, there's parts Mm -hmm. where he talks about like Brody Lee. There's part where he talks about like his dad. There's part where he talks about FCW and the place he stayed in Tampa. That little like that resembled a crack den. That like this man moved to Tampa and like got a room where he's paying rent a hundred bucks a month instead of getting his own place because like he couldn't get his own place because he had a um an eviction on his on his on his uh, record. Right. So this man spent one full year before he moved. To, uh, moved in with, with big cast. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, yeah, like, and then he's talking about, like, um, like Vegas and, like, some of these hiking trails or whatever else and biking trails in different places, and like, the, 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 like, um, and then he has all, he also has, like, uh, stuff about, like, sandwiches, about like he's a sandwich connoisseur and the right way to make sandwiches and, and everything, and, uh, about entry points on, on, how, on a way to be able to bite into a sandwich or whatever else without, Feeling like what the fuck am I where do I bite? Whatever. It's it's, it's a lot. Of, whatever. This is really good. And obviously I'm the G one. But this man, like, in multiple also about talked about his regal angle in in a FCW, talked about his uh his what would have been his McFoley angle and um coming up to the main roster, um, and through it like multiple times. He talked about like uh there's a section where he talked about like the the hill turn went to shit immediately. And that was like when he's like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not coming back." <laughs> and like he talked about, like I think it was New Year's Day of 2019 was when he was like, because he said he'd been bitching to Renee for, for over and over and over. And then at one point, Renee was fine. like, "When did this leave?" And he's like, "I will. Good. I'm gonna." Is one of them shits. And then like he went on this biking, uh, this this hiking trail with Renee on New Year's uh, New Year's Day 2019. And that's when he was like, "All right, like." this is now the end. I'm only, like, I only have to get to April. Like, I'm out this bitch. We're done. It's a wrap. Whatever. Like, instead of being upset, then, like, he got New Year, and it was like a new me thing, and he was like, now it's like, I'm no longer angry. I'm now happy and excited where I'm going to be, most likely Japan. So, uh, and then at the end, of the very he was like, little did I know, there's also, like, that same day, a W got launched. Right? So, uh he'll get to the AEW stuff later in the book, but that's what he's talking about. Like he mentioned multiple times like that, that, that fucking his return after the uh the um staph infection thing and like this it you've heard him talk about it before in, in you know the podcast of Jericho and in like, you know, the breaking the ropes thing, like just miserable just miserable like they hated that hill run thought it was shit thought it
1: was terrible thought like why is it going <clears> to be so fucking stupid like there was one there was one podcast telling y'all in real time how tragic is Sam in it here? was
2: is Sam in here
1: uh I don't know if in here I Sam's wish Sam, Sam would be here
2: Sam was offending that shit
1: Sam is not in
2: here okay He'll hear it. He'll hear it. Sam was defending that shit in real time. We were like, "Nah, bro, this ain't the way." <laughs> and, 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 like I remember when Moxie said that shit sucked. I was like, "That's the first thing I thought." I was like, "Even Moxie thought this shit sucked." Sam. Sam's a huge Moxie fan, and nah, man, <laughs> Moxie hated his own work. So, so
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, what a worker. Um, but yeah, we else. Um, Elsewhere on the show, we've got Christian Cage and Jurassic Express Falls Count Anywhere match against Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Should be a blast of a match. It should be great. Um, This feels like it'll be. All right, let's see. A combo of a PWG match, a TLC match, a War Games NXT match, probably all in one. War Games? Yeah, like Adam Cole will probably bring like his multi-man you know, uh, expertise oh, okay, to, okay. to the match okay. or whatever, and um, yeah, this should be really say, if great if be, they get time. to say if this shit goes 40 minutes, is a mistake. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's going 40. I think <laughs> no, all no you said
2: like like war 15. games, all them shit's gonna be going 40. Like, no, nah, <laughs> man, cut that shit, cut that shit short. Yeah, um, ship match should be really good. Uh, I think it's a match that, like, if. If the Young Bucks were still the tag champions or whatever else, I feel like they would get more time um, and this match would end up being better, but I think they'll end up somewhere in the low
1: fours and like
2: 15 minutes some shit like that.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think they're going to be... Um, it's going to be great regardless. It's going to be great. Uh, I, I'm going to actually pick... No, nah, I'm going to pick Super Click. I'm a coward. I'll pick Super Click. <sighs>
2: It would be it would be interesting if uh, Heyman won the title, beating Omega and the Super Click Also lost, like if like Matt Jackson got pinned, because mm-hmm. it'd be a would oh. be a role reversal of like Revolution, not Revolution, a full year a year ago, where he where Hayman is beating the Eliminator, the M Bucks win the tag titles, and then he's in the fucking he's hanging halfway out the out of the uh, the locker room of, of, of the of the of the um tunnel staring at him looking sad like a sucker so it, I think this will be a turnabout fair place so I guess I'll go with just for the story or the overall arching story um I will go with um yeah. Luchasaurus or, or you know the Christian Express let's just call it
1: like that yeah man um I don't know man I'm not gonna rest until I get my hangman Matt Jackson unsanctioned match <sighs>
2: I mean, that it has to happen, you know. Matt Jackson, Matt Jackson, and uh, Heyman have to have a match at some yo, point.
1: Yep. Um, they uh, they have definitely been through it, and I'd like to see it. Um, so we got tag match: Pac and Cody Rhodes against Malachi Black and Andrade El Elo, aka the hide Cody amongst a bunch of people right now to make y'all not think about, like, the toxicity around him.
2: I was thinking more of the, we're short on time, and, like, all four of these guys need to be on the show, but, you know, we kind of already did two, you know, six matches between uh, both, you know, six single matches between them. Um, yeah, so, I uh, I mean, I don't even know what... A, what obviously they've made saves for each other that were really about like their opponents hopping in to action. They just want to beat their opponents ass. So like, I think, Di- Di- not down, but our rampage would be a nice place to have like a f- interaction face to face, like Cody pack thing to where they kind of get a feel for each other and get, you know, you could probably get some comedy off it or whatever else we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, like I expect this match to be very good. Yeah, I mean, because it's. I mean, it. It. It's not. Look, those three are not going to be putting up with no
1: shenanigans from Cody. They're just not. So um, I'm going to just ask you this one thing: So, Pop joining the Nightmare family, they're going to consolidate. Like it's going to be the Nightmare Death Triangle. Like that's 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 what they're going to do.
2: I hope not. <laughs> um i w- i don't want I don't want Cody next to the death triangle for any extended period of time, I feel like you know
1: um, bro. imagine Pac coming out with Cody and all that fucking pyro going off and Pac looking around like what the fuck is all this like <laughs> yeah
2: Um I think this is a one night only type of thing <laughs>
1: one night only ally powers, you know kind of, yes, you kind know. of you know the UK linking up with the US. You
2: know, I, I, I don't. Even, it's not even about the. It's not even about the national the nationalities. It's just like the Stees, like they have nothing in common. Like you know, obviously, they, you know, they're if this, more wrestlers. If this is WWE. You know? They make them a couple of this. You know, this over the top, hard on the sleeve ass Cody, and then like you know the 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 grump of what would be the the English grump of. Uh, Pac, but, like, nah, man. Like, he already has an associated act. Like, he, he more clearly in the ring relates to those guys. Like, we need to more. We need to start focusing on this period of this triangle, you know, a lot more. Like, we need to make the most of the fact that, like, Pac is in the country right now because, look, we might, this might be the last match we see from him this year. So, uh, you know, we need to take advantage while we can. Yeah,
1: I, ju- I just wanted to... Pitched a me. Pack- packing. yeah just pretty much you know um and then uh the last match uh we got Britt baker versus ty conti uh, for the aw women's title um a lot of shit breaking out on twitter right now with uh tk and his remarks did, did you catch wind of this james no i did not okay so he walked right into the trap uh this time and i'm just gonna say this um uh this is a trap question whenever you hear this. Uh when wrestling media asks a representative from a company, when are you going to do an all women show? The person answering the question should just say just stun them and just say, No, next question. They should just try it once because um Tony, what he did was he was like, I'm gonna cut you off real quick. And it was a it was a woman asking him uh this question. He said, I'm gonna cut you off real quick and and he was like, and she basically was like, When are you going to do? Um, when is does AEW have any plans to do an all women's show? And uh, he said, Uh, and basically help women's wrestling and you know, everything like that. He was like, What do you mean? Like, I, I'm going to cut you off right there. Like, um, I have helped women's wrestling and he like, I sent people to the NWA and we paid them or whatever to do that. And I wish the NWA would have been, you know, more forward about that, but they weren't so. and – from there, it has just like I think Twitter's ablaze right now. Uh, we started the show kind of as I was checking it out, so how uh, many interviews did he do today? I thought he
2: did well, a mini availability like like what af- in the afternoon or something
1: today? Well, I he didn't hear did, nothing yeah. about this. He did the conference call like around two-ish or whatever, and this was in it. this was in it, yep, and then um it's exploded on Twitter tonight. And, you know, people have bemoaned more more women's matches not being on the card here tonight. I mean, and sure. I'm like, all right, cool. What are we knocking off? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said, I mean, sure. <laughs> like, um, I, I think, yeah, and back, back to the trap question thing. He totally handled it wrong. Um, I think he has a valid point. However, it is not a point that anyone was like checking for so obviously he's thought about this and is probably a little sensitive to, to this. Um but yeah um Britt Baker and Ty Conte, or what did you think think about this James? Oh and all the all the grifters and everybody is like there it, it's it's on fire right now on Twitter. I mean what? he's helped women's wrestling
2: and the fact that like he's employed a number of women um he's had a number of good matches mostly with women that have good matches from the country they're from. Um, it's a, it's a really, it's a really weird thing. Like we talk about it every single, almost every single week. Like their show cuts out 15 to 20 minutes for, uh, the women's division period on dynamite. um, and a division can't really get much off the ground when that's all going on, um, so that's kind of. I mean, I feel like I'm. I feel like it's ad nauseum at this point on this show talking about. It. It's like, could they do more? Sure. Um, are they going to? Don't look like it. Um, I I wish they were. I wish like I feel like this will be a lot more. Um, I feel like this would they would be able to help build their uh, their division better if uh, they were able to send um, women over to Japan um, to do tours in different places. Um, but right now, you can't really do that, um, at least for the time being. So we'll see we'll see what look what this division looks like. Like they have one star, um, they have someone else like Thunder Rosa that um, people like a lot. Um, but for the most part, the rest of their division has, you know, some very good wrestlers like Serena, like Riho, um, and that's kind of where it, like Sheeta. but right now, like this tournament is kind of all they have right now. And they're in, hopefully they'll be able to spring some stuff off of this tournament. Um, much like the Sheeta and the look, Serena thing, but like a lot of
1: storylines in that tournament.
2: Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at on it it's just like i feel like they show signs of effort um but it's a it's not as um it's not moving as fast as people would like yep
1: um it feels like like i'm i'm tired of it quite frankly but you know it's not my thing to really defend because like i actually like like the women's division (laughs) and and you know how it's kind of working out like and i don't know i'm i'm not really one for looking at it like hey this needs to happen on this show this needs to be carved out this way because quite frankly i'm just trying to see the best they can offer me i'm not worried about quotas i'm not trying to do you feel like they're giving you the best they can offer you though I feel like they're booking a logical and competent division because – I don't especially- disagree on that. I don't disagree on that. So, like, you feel – like, obviously, we know the match is Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. That's that's the big match that we're, that we're waiting for, right? So, before you wrestle Thunder Rosa, you're going to get people cycling kind of in between. Tay Conti's taking enormous, like, amounts of growth from when she first showed up to about half the time she's been here to when she wrestled Carl Sheeta. To what we'll probably get here tonight, or in a couple of days, um, it's a rotating thing. Like they have us, they shown the ability to create a star, so that makes me think they can create another one if they tried. Um, and I think them adding the TBS title was a lot better than adding a tag team championship because I think there's just more that goes into booking a tag team championship, like having actual tag teams. And if you don't have actual tag teams, it would probably be go the way of the WWE women's tag team championships, which are a trash fire. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, they'll have their two kind of separate divisions to get people ready to like your Ty Conti's could possibly be a TBS champion or, um, I think you use the TBS title now to hold Jade over to keep her fresh because they obviously don't want to beat her uh, because she's on the verge of being a star as well. Uh, so you let her go hold that shit until she comes off it and she's ready to move into the world title picture. Like, I've seen – I like the tournament they did earlier this year. I like Brit. I like her group. I like Thunder. I like <laughs> – like, I, I don't really see anybody that I don't like and want to get off my screen except Abaddon. Mm.
2: Yeah, I um, I don't know. it's just it's just weird because I, it's also like the mindfuck of like you do the comparison of what like the old NXT division was before, like Vince said, or before uh, Raquel was champion. So like, I'm uh, instead of comparing it to like WWE, like the main roster divisions, I'm comparing it to you know, the best divisions of American women's
1: wrestling we've ever seen. Right. So it's, so it's unfair. Also. Yes. Which was not actually like on the highest level or being like having the, the audience that AW has, like, um, for example, SmackDown, SmackDown, There's been numerous SmackDowns this year. They have no women's wrestling on it at all, right? right? And they have the highest platform. They have valuable minutes that they don't want to just dole out to to anybody. And I don't think NXT's necessarily was ever in that situation, and they could stockpile whoever, as many great workers as they wanted. And I don't know, man. Like, whenever, you know, they get more, they'll get more. I think that's kind of well, where I'm on it. That's kind of where yeah. I'm on it. Like they're competently booked,
2: but right now they only have like one star and they have another person that looks like they could get there. Another person that, um, can be a star, but they, they're so far away with wrestling. That's not even worth that. I don't feel like it's worth mentioning right now. Um, then, you know, like, so for me, like, I feel like they're competently booked or whatever else. And like, I, I kind of say that's what it is And you know, like it's, they're, i j- i just kind of like it is what it is and like it's completely booked and leave it at that like but, like i just don't i don't go any further with it like i kind of feel like the the getting the, the question of we're gonna do all women show is like i don't know like, it's already. a
1: trap it's a it's a setup question it's like like what there's no right there's like, no right way to say other than say yes correct uh, correct exactly that's why i was like he should just stun them and say no we don't plan on doing that next question like he should, be- like I, I know that would only infuriate them more but the thing is, like, I look at, like, I'm trying to look at it, like, if I was a booker, if I was like trying to make money, all right, let's swap out option one, swap out a pay per view, right, and one of these four pay per views we got, we're gonna make that an all women's show. What would that show do, James? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. No, no, no. I'm I'm just going through the options.
2: A flying crowd, a flying crowd for a big four AEW for for a pay per view, all women's. Do, um, so you asked me what the buy rate would be? Yes. It would flop. I mean, I'm trying to think. Would would they do 40K buys at $50 a pop? Because I don't think so.
1: No. Yeah. It would flop. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let, let's do this. Uh, we're going to do a whole dynamite of all women's matches right here. All right. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, if they built towards it, but the thing is, like, why the hell would you
2: build towards one division having all, all the matches on one show like that? They don't do, they don't do all tag matches on AEW. They don't do all singles matches on AEW.
1: All right, um, so they're moving over to TBS uh, next year, right? So. Let's go one of their uh, one of their TNT specials. Or wh- can they do one of those? Oh, like Fattor Fest, same thing. Like if you book it, if you book it in that
2: kind of way, sure. But why would you book something like that when you have most of your talent
1: tied up in tag teams? Why would you not have CM Punk, Kenny Omega, Bryan Danielson, Cody Rose, Chris Jericho? Like I'm I'm not leaving these people off for this fake like bullshit quota stuff. Like Get the fuck out of here! Like I'm tired of it. Like I, I know I'm a bit aggressive about this right now, but I just don't think it makes sense. I think these people are asking trap questions that they are setting.
2: They're, they're asking questions setting,
1: in bad faith. Yep. Like, or setting, maybe, or maybe
2: they're actually asking them in good faith, but like for most people, they're like not they, thinking. they're not, they're not, <laughs> they're not using the context of like nobody else does this either. Right. And like, I mean, obviously, you'd be like, well, you could be the first or the second. Obviously, we do the. When you talk about evolution wb WWE, was
1: like they haven't done that since. They, look, they haven't done this since, and also like WWE, they don't have Ronda Rousey. They, they can run whatever show they want, and it doesn't matter. They're they're insulated. Like, yeah, that's like, the part. Can, they can put whatever on on the show. They're insulated, and they have like to their credit, they have star power. They have people that have drawn. They have Sasha Banks. They yeah. have. Charlotte. Yeah,
2: yeah. And that's the, and that's the part that I think is getting frustrated. People are like, people act like, that shit was like, some shit they just decided to do in like one year. It's like, no, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon and whoever else like was in par- charge of hiring made a directive change and it took them from like 2013, or when did Paige come in? Is that 2011?
1: 14. And when did she get signed? She got signed in, like, 2013, maybe. So,
2: basically, from 2000... It took them five years to build to that. aw has been around for, like... And, obviously, I'm not doing comparison because the people be like, well, I I guess we'll check in in five years, whatever else. But, like, nah. Like, there was only one company at that time that could sign that amount of talent um, and bring it in. Now, it's spread out even further. And... Um, to be quite frankly, like, if they wanted to, sure, bring in Oscar Vinny, bring in Emi Sakara, bring in, uh, Mae Saruga, um, bring in the rest of the Emmy verse bring, bring in Tsukasa in, in, uh, in Sakushi from Ice Ribbon, since they also, Emmy also trained them, and bring in, uh, the Japanese half in, with Ryu Mizunami and have them, uh, do half a show and then bring the one sure, then go out there and have a, uh, a, a pay-per-view, a great pay-per-view with all women they wanted to, but, like flop. most things, like most things with with AEW, since day one, he's been concerned with trying to keep numbers up or elevated or whatever or whatever within reason. So it's like if you they, if they go out there and have a great match and has has a shitty gate, what does that accomplish?
1: Right, like like it satisfies your your mob on Twitter that you know it is. Looking for anything to bite Tony Khan on anyway, which is like hilarious. I'm like, yo, did y'all just see the tournament that went less than 20 minutes, all matches combined? Like, we won't we won't even go into that, but um, we've used all this time and barely talked about Britt Baker and Tay Conti.
2: Well, what to be honest, what is there Talk about there, there's not really much to talk Look, about. Like, there, I, 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 what was her, was her, who was her, who was uh, Britt's uh, challenger at the last pay-per-view, Chris Statlander? Yeah, like, I've like this is a nothing challenger, and thats kind of I guess kind of reason really like who are asking this kind of stuff is like, who could possibly give a fuck about this match, right? No, through no fault of Ty Conti's at all. Like I don't remember them having much interaction. Like most of the stuff I saw with Ty Conti uh, through this cycle was her right. trying to keep and her and Anna, Anna Jay's return, and her trying to help keep. Dark order from splitting after they were all at each other's neck after the aftermath of them failing um, Hangman. So it's like, you know, y'all, that's, that's, this is a Tony Khan mistake because they, they, they knew that she was going to be the challenger. They didn't get her hot.
1: Yeah. I think in this instance, was, they didn't get her hot. Yeah. I, I think it was just she was saving Anna Jay from the beatdowns. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Britt wins. Um and the road to Thunder Rosa continues.
2: Yeah. Um yeah. I uh You think Revolution? Think they need to finally get to it a revolution?
1: I think Revolution.
2: Yeah. Um They desperately need they desperately 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 desperately, uh the the Rosa and Brit thing to start off. Um Yeah. Uh I didn't know they asked that question. I had, that's there is no right, like, seriously, there is no right answer to that outside of saying, yes, Right, we're going to do the show eventually. Right, right. And then, and, when and hit, then, and, and then like, when, when it doesn't it, and happen. Then when it probably, and then when they probably lose money on it, everyone will be like, well, why the fuck did you do that? And then Tony comes up, go to the back of the room or go to the back of his office and be like, well, what the fuck?
1: Like, <laughs> yep, yep, dude. TK, do not let these people bully you. You're already letting them catch you lacking on the calls. Recognize the traps. You 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 know better than this. Like, and I think he could have handled the question better, like, especially to uh, the reporter. But... I mean,
2: yes. But there's also...
1: We already know what there, it is. There like, is no right way to answer that outside of just
2: saying yes, and here's the date. Right. Within the next six months. So, um... And to be quite frank, like, this could be a situation to where, you know, in time, maybe they do go out there and, and feel like taking a loss on a, on a show on, a, on one of these like um, classic champion like specials they do or whatever else with all women sing. Because like it wouldn't hurt to kind of get them off your back and also like kind of get something kind of get some things going. Like, I don't know how this thing is going to when, Are we expecting to have the TNT? Um, I'm sorry, the TBS Tournament like on the first night of Dynamite on TBS.
1: If I had to guess, I would think that's where the finals would be.
2: Okay, okay, I
1: hadn't but, thought about it before, but yeah, I, well, I think they're gonna they're gonna stretch it out. <laughs> as mean, as they can. It's November. That's still like seven months, seven weeks away. Well, they're still in the quarterfinals, so they've they've got four first round matches to do, um, and if they can get to that first week of uh, of January. I think they'll be fine
2: that's a long ass time to do one tournament
1: well if you if you got essentially like you have eight people left in the tournament right now that's seven matches right so you could do one a week <laughs> <laughs>
2: right that's not the that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is like you're gonna have a tournament that basically lasted you're gonna have basically a tournament that lasted like that wasn't a g one that lasts like three three months
1: yeah I see your point
2: I mean, they'll probably do it. And it's not, I mean, they'll probably do it because they kind of need that, do one match a week on, you know, one of the TV shows. And the other week, like, you do something for Britt or Thunder Rosa or, you know, whoever else. So, like, right. I, I get it. With the, Like, look, with the 15 minutes, they're allotted every single week <laughs> on each show. So, yeah, like, that's kind of that's what we talk about. It's like, they don't want to go through growing pains. And, like, it stinks. If you want to actually see it flourish and you want to see the hardship pay off, like evolution, but like you don't want to do that,
1: you know what well, I, I can't look. I can't blame th- you for for saying um, we ain't gonna go out there and get our heads beat in. Like I can't blame him for that.
2: Yeah, like, and, and, he, and he,
1: another thing you to think about is, um, or not, like, we we're we not gonna it. be the Philadelphia seventy sixers tanking. <laughs> Trust the process. We're not um, doing that shit. <laughs>
2: There's also the part where it's like, you look at also, like, after the, the criticism he got in the last pay-per-view, um, or AEW got in the last pay-per-view as far as like, there were no black people on there. It's like, well, like, look at the initiative he, he took with his time since then like, to get Lee Moriarty signed and, and brought up. Dante Martin, bring back Leo Rush, push for Leo Rush to retire. Um, you know, Scorpio Sky in, in, in American Top Team or whatever else. Like, Ricky Stark says, "ft ft Fuck the world champion." Like this was more like getting the black wrestlers, like kind of position, was more important for him this cycle. Like it's hard to it, like diversity is a bitch when you, like you're when most of your workforce is white,
0: <laughs>
2: um, white men. So yeah, like. It's gonna it's not gonna be perfect. It's not gonna be perfect. Um But for me, like I don't really necessarily watch pro wrestling for that. Like I think it helps. Um I think it definitely helps. Um, but I'm here to watch good ass wrestling for the most part, to get me good ass red, so a lot of times like I don't even, I don't think about this stuff until like this pops up. Um and then I'm like, Oh yeah, that's true. And I just like I'm not to defend what happens on this show because like it ain't my show,
1: but um, I think we're next? headed to a, a, a That was it. Oh um, yeah, we're we're headed for show of the year candidate. <laughs> like you look at it, there's a lot of potential four star, uh, yeah. above four star matches, four and a half um, sitting there. A couple of them. Uh, I think this is going to be one. It's going to be a great show. Like it could easily end up on the list. So um, yeah, I don't see any reason why this wouldn't be at least their second best show this year. At least, no doubt. Um, but yeah, man, um, that is it.
2: Yeah, um, we did our best in the last segment to stretch this shit out for that to an hour and a half, but yeah, then we're, we're done. <laughs> um, that's it. The show, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, be sure to raise whole app you're using to, um, listen, listen to this with. Um, also, uh, you know. In the future, like Rich Hat, Rich will send out the, the bat signal through Twitter to check out his, uh, check out the uh, Twitch. I um, believe that is uh, twitch.com slash Rich Lada TV. Um, yeah, like,
1: yeah, you can just type in Rich L- Just go to Twitch, type in Rich L- you'll see it.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, go to Red Circle, to drop us off a donation. Uh, check out pro te- pro wrestling Tees.com dot slash suplex and pick up some official social suplex network merchandise. And let's show other shows on the network besides one of show radio, keeping the strong style, the Rick and Clyde wrestling show, Grom and watch shit, the grave consequences podcast, eight bit suplex, all things elite, great match generator, and the AEW match review, right? That's a Mass- I- AEW match guy podcast. God damn it. The AEW match guy podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. I'm going to get
1: it right. Got here. Don't, don't worry, JML. We got, the, we got the post show coming up after this, so we're going to kick it for a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?